We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Field of 68. Field of 68 till I die. You got somebody, hey, Jeff, shut up. Hell no. I'm sorry, man. I blacked out for a second. <laughs> this is Alabama coach Nate Oates. When we're not playing. I watch Field of 68's After Dark Show. This is coach Bruce Pearl. I love the Field of 68 After Dark Show. This is Duke head coach John Shire. Check out Field of 68 After Dark. This is Xavier head coach Sean Miller. I highly encourage you to take a look at After Dark. Now listen to you guys every morning when I'm getting ready. This is Field of 68 After Dark. We are live on the Field of 68 After Dark. It probably feels a little bit like Christmas Eve out there to you good college basketball folks. Tomorrow is the first round of the NCAA tournament. I, for one, cannot wait, and I'm with two guys who I know can't wait as well. We got Tyler Hansbro here. We got Rob Doster here. We are presented, as always, by our partners at Bet Rivers. We are also presented tonight by our partners at Underdog Fantasy. Use code FIELD to get a 100% deposit match at Underdog Fantasy. We are live on Sirius XM Channel 84. Uh, and if you're watching us on the YouTube channel as well, click subscribe, jump in the comments section. Gentlemen, I would normally ask you how the two of you are doing tonight, but we have no time for that because we have a mission to do tonight. Gentlemen, we have to fill out the perfect bracket. We've got a pool going at Run Your Pool. We've got a bunch of people who entered, and our job is to beat them tonight. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to go game by game through every region of this bracket. We are going to collectively vote who will win each game. And then we're going to fill out a bracket, enter it in the contest, and split the winnings. Sounds good to me. So let's get right in, folks. We're going to go right to the South region, starting with our number one overall seed, Alabama. They're taking on Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Rob Doster, who wins? Uh, Alabama, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi is missing their point guard. Otherwise, I don't know, man. That might be in trouble, Tyler. Zero chance Alabama's got this. It's, it's not even. No question. Bama moves on. Best team in the country for a reason. Second game, Maryland, West Virginia. Rob, who you got? Give me West Virginia. Huggins. This might be his last year, man. He's going to go out on top. I, I hate to agree with you again. I like Huggins. I got to go with coaches uh, to give them the nod in, in the tournament. It's close, but I'm going with West Virginia, too. That's a full sweep for the record. Three of us on West Virginia to the 512, San Diego State against our city. Charleston, Doster, who you got? We've been on Charleston all season long. I've heard the name Charleston 8 million times so far this year. Goodman ate every single slice of banana pudding that is in that city. How can we not go with the Cougs here, Tyler? 
I'm going Charleston too. I can't pick San Diego State. Uh, I know Charleston's on a 10-game win streak. Uh, they're hot, and they're going to end San Diego State. Listen, this is no fun if you guys just agree on every single pick. What the hell, fellas? We're <laughs> both going with a 12 seed this early. Fine. I get no say. That's fair. Let's move on. Virginia against Furman. Rob, who you got? I'm going Furman. I'm all in oh. on Furman. I love the Dins. Uh, I, I'm, you're going to hear my take on Mike Bothwell a little bit later. I think he's going to have a great game. They shoot the three really well. I'm not buying Virginia. I haven't bought Virginia all season long. This is not your, uh, your older brother's Virginia team. They don't got the studs. Sadly, they don't have the dudes. They don't have the pros. I hate Virginia. I hate their style. I know Furman, uh, they're, they're ranked eighth in scoring in the country. I'm taking Furman. I've been on Furman, uh, since CZ Binance has been talking about them. Uh, so I've got to go with Furman over Virginia. They're too slow. And I know Virginia plays good defense, but Furman's going to light them up. Rough one tonight for our boy CZ Binance, by the way, his Clemson Tigers bounced at home in the first round of the NIT. But hey, we're talking Furman. That's a clean sweep as well. At some point, you two will disagree. Maybe it'll be this game. Creighton, NC State. Rob, who you got? <laughs> Should I say NC State just because I know that uh, that Tyler's definitely not picking them? You do whatever <laughs> you want to do, my friend. I, I think it's NC State because uh, the, the short version is uh, Creighton plays a lot of drop coverage. With Ryan Kalkbrenner, the way to beat drop coverage is two guards that can get to their middies and hit those pull-ups. NC State's got Terquavian Smith, Baby T, shout out Baby T, and Jarkel Joyner. I think those guards are going to be a problem. Plus, how can I go against my man DJ Burns? A refrigerator with ballerina feet. That's my guy, Tyler. I love DJ Burns, but I'm going Creighton. Uh, Kalkbrenner's a difference maker. I know they're not deep. I, I just don't think State has them in it, has it in them tomorrow. I'm going uh, Creighton. I didn't like NC State's last showing in the ACC tournament. Like, I want a team that just doesn't get completely ran out of the court coming into the NCAA tournament. Uh, to me, Calc is just so much better than Burns. Like, Burns is fun. The dancing bear concept. Big guy that can move his feet a little bit. Calc's just a way better big. Give me Creighton. So Creighton I'm, I'm guessing if you don't like teams getting run out of the gym, you didn't see uh, Creighton get beat by 20 by Xavier then, right? Well, they've had a better showing before that, in my opinion, Rob. Okay? <laughs> Beating Virginia Tech by 50 is like, and we don't count that. Let's hey, Greg's on. been yelling at me all night, all right? I'm trying to get my get back here. <laughs> Feisty. I, hey, I'm just glad somebody disagreed. I thought this was going to be the most boring bracket show ever. <laughs> Let's move on. We got Baylor against UC Santa Barbara. Rob, who are you going with? Uh, I, I kind of want to take UC Santa Barbara just because I, I, I they got talent. They got high major players. They got Miles Norris. They got AJ Harris. They got, they got some dudes there. Uh, but I can't go against Baylor. I can't go against Scott Drew. Not in the first round of the tournament. Scott Drew, he's going to find a way to do it, man. He doesn't get upset anymore. Yeah, I'm going Baylor, too. Uh, I like the George kid, Keontae George. Uh, I think he's going to light him up. This is a big stage for him. And I haven't seen UC Santa Barbara play much, so I'm going Baylor. I think collectively everyone sold Baylor a little bit too early. I know they've been bad lately, but more on that later. Baylor moves on. Missouri, Utah State. Rob, who you got? I'm taking Missouri. I'm not buying Utah State. I'm not buying the Mountain West. I'm not buying anybody from that conference. I think it's a great conference, right? I love the Mountain West. Don't get me wrong. But wait, wait, wait. I, what? What was that? What did we just do? You said I'm not buying anybody from I'm not the Mountain buying West. Anyone from the conference. I but think it's a great been, conference. I love the Mountain West. Who has who has Utah State beaten? Who have they beaten? They got swept by San Diego State. Their best win. They just they don't have any great wins. Boise I'm, State. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Over. I'm going Utah State. They pass the ball. Veteran team. Uh, Missouri. Non-conference schedules. It's pretty weak. Dennis Gates done a great Very job, good. but. Uh, Utah State's going to get them. 
All right, I'm going Missouri, but I'm going Missouri for the reason I don't trust the Mountain West. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm fading the Mountain West, but I love the Mountain West. Rob, come on, man. That doesn't hold up in court. Let's move on. Arizona against Princeton, Doster. <laughs> give me uh, give me Princeton first half, but Arizona wins because we have to we have to hit our $10 10K challenge. So how can it's I go true. against Princeton? This is true. No, I'm going Arizona, too. I like Tubelis. I think he's uh, unbelievable. And I kind of believe in Arizona. I kind of got to go him deep, so I got to I gotta roll with him. I like the mm-hmm. sounds of that. I'm with you, Zona. All right, we are into the round of 32. Alabama, West Virginia. Rob, who are you going with? Bama. Not really a conversation. You could just pencil Bama all the way into the Elite Eight for me. That's not a conversation until the Elite Eight. I agree, Bama. You want to just do that right now? I'm making my little yeah, fly. do it. We, we have Bama facing either Charleston or Furman because you two yeah. wanted to hold hands and say, "Look at these two teams." <laughs> Bama makes the Elite Eight. They move on. Uh, just for the record, who wins Charleston Furman? I'm I'm going with Charleston. I I love Furman. I think it's on the record. I'm all in on Furman because Bob Ritchie got me some this coffee rub for my steaks when we went down there called the game. So like I'm always going to be on Furman, but. Yeah, I just Charleston's been the best mid major in college basketball basically all season long. I don't, I don't think you could pick against them here. Plus, they're mad that they didn't get to fly a charter down to Orlando. Pat Kelsey's got something to prove. I'd be pretty pissed off about that too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go. Actually, I'm going to go Furman. Uh, they've won the last uh, 14 to 15 games. I think Jalen Slauson can get it going. Uh, I'm going Furman. I'm with Tyler. I'm going Furman. I think they have the two best players on the floor in this game. And also the picture or not the picture. I'm sorry. The video of Pat Kelsey climbing the net and hanging on the rim today. I'm selling Charleston after that video. (laughs) I'm just that's all you need to hear. Uh, Moving on. Creighton Baylor. Really, really fun round of 32 game. If we get Mm -hmm. this matchup, Rob, who you got? Baylor for the same reason I picked NC State. That drop coverage uh, that Baylor's guards. They got the best guards in the country. Right. So I'm, I'm taking Baylor there. Yeah, I think Baylor can get hot, especially when you saw you saw that when they played Kansas the first half against Kansas and Lawrence was unbelievable. I'm going Baylor. All right, Baylor moves on. Maybe I spoke too soon saying that people were too low on Baylor. Uh, Rob, just for the record, that's now two consecutive games you've picked against the 13th best team in the country on Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. Is that a, an intentional hate move on Creighton from a Big no. East guy here? Strictly, strictly matchups. Just okay. strictly matchups. It's guards. All right. Good to know. Okay. Missouri, Arizona. Anybody going upset mode here for Missouri? Tyler? Not for me. No. Those Arizona's got this. No, no. I'm no. going Arizona. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. Tigers. I kind of, the, the weakness from Missouri is inside. They don't have a lot of size. You know what Arizona has? Got a lot, they got a lot of big guys. A they lot do of have size. that. All right. Arizona advances. Uh, but pretty safe there with both Alabama and Arizona. Just quickly on those two. I don't feel like both of them are just going to skate to the Sweet 16 like we kind of gave them credit for. If one of those two is going to have a hiccup, which one do you think it would be, Doster? Uh, Arizona. I think it's Arizona. I, I think that, that matchup against Missouri could get kind of weird because Missouri can space them out. And where we've seen Arizona have trouble is against teams that space them out. You know, the Washington State game at home really stands out in my mind. The Arizona State game kind of stands out to me. But I just – I think at the end of the day – um the talent is going to weigh out. And and to me, Missouri has, uh, and I mean this with all due respect, and I hope I don't get yelled at by Missouri fans like Kai and Jim, but um, I think they've overperformed what the talent level is on that team, which is a good thing. It's admirable. I just, I, I think you Arizona's got pros and I don't know if Missouri does. 
It's an admirable thing until you get to the round of 32, I feel like. Then you want to have a little more talent, not be the team overachieving. All right, back to our bracket here. We have Alabama beating Furman. No discussion there in the Sweet 16. Bama's through to the Elite Eight. In the other Sweet 16 matchup, we have Baylor-Arizona. Another really fun one. Rob, who are you going with? I'm I'm seeding this one to Tyler first because I don't know where to go here. I'm going Arizona. I think they're too big. Uh, too Bellis is too uh... – you know, too big for him, uh, Balo inside. I, I just don't see Baylor having that. Um, they could get hot and bring him outside, but I, I see Arizona taking this one. I kind of lean that way too. Um, I, I just – I worry about Baylor defensively in that matchup. That's the knock on them, right? What are they going to do to guard people? What does Arizona do great? What are, where are they the best? One of the best in the country running offense and, and being able to get in transition and get out and get those post seals. Like, I just – I don't know if Baylor's got the size inside to be able to deal with them. I will tell you this. I, no matter what that total is, I'm betting the over. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that applies to quite a few Arizona games, potentially. <laughs> like all of them, basically? Yeah, I mean, you're going to see Arizona-Alabama in just a minute, and I'm ready to lock that in right now. Uh, I'm with you guys. Arizona moves on. The only thing that scares me about Arizona right now is that so many people are confident in Arizona. Like I, I almost wish people were a little more skeptical of them because I think they do deserve a little bit of skepticism based on how many games they lost. Uh, to are, are we confident? Or are we just kind of saying like, yeah, it's Missouri and Baylor. Well, the thing is, I don't think you can say that about Baylor. I'm fine saying that about Missouri, but like Baylor has shown that they can beat anybody, any given game. That's true. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Alabama, Arizona, uh, absolutely loaded matchup if we get this in the Elite Eight. If it goes chalk and it's one versus two, Rob Doster, who wins that game? I thought Gottlieb made a great point on the bracket show uh, he did with you, Tyler. Um, if Alabama had Kentucky on the front of their jersey, if they were if they were wearing blue instead of, what is that, crimson, uh, then we I think we'd be having a very different view of how good this team is and how good Brandon Miller is. Give me the team that I, for my money, is the best in the country. Give me the team that is elite defensively and offensively. And give me the team that's got the best player in this region in Brandon Miller. I think Alabama gets there. I think they. I, I think there's a non-zero chance they win every one of these games by double digits. Is that crazy? That might be a hot take. Uh, they have a. They pretty much have a cakewalk until they meet Arizona. Uh, yeah. Bama's X's are better than Zona's O's. And so uh, – Betty Yaka to me is going to be the X factor. If he plays well and dominates and guards the bigs, uh, yeah, I think they could maybe just double digit beat everybody right into the final four. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's it's Betty Yaka. Like it's going to come down to him, and I think that he's going to be good enough and do a good enough job. The other issue is Bama's going to have one foreman that pulls one of those big guys from Arizona away from the basket, and I think that like Noah Clowney and and Brandon Miller will be able to do a good enough job against Tubelis to at least make him work. Whereas it's a complete disadvantage for him on the perimeter. So, okay. Alabama wins. I, I can't even fight you guys on at this point, but I want to fight you on it because my pick to win the national championship gentlemen is Arizona, mostly because I think they're the best bright lights team in the country this year. They're six and one against top 30 opponents on the season. There's no other team out there that even comes close to that case in point. This Alabama team is four and three against top 30 opponents this year. That's not a bad record. But it's not a great record. Arizona's won every tournament they've played this year, whether it's the Maui Invitational, whether it's the Pac-12 tournament. When the bright lights are on, that team is great. Alabama's style of play. It is sounds like you're trying to Arizona talk yourself to into play. this instead of convince us. That's what you're doing right now. Look, oh. guys, this is why I really should be on the on these this this Arizona team. This is why. I'm telling you, I promise you guys. 
You have the screenshots of my text this morning, Rob. You know how much money I've responsibly wagered at Bet Rivers on Arizona to win this championship. I need no more convincing. You need convincing. I'm just frustrated, man. I'm frustrated because you're not worried about the whole NATO. It's like this style of play can't win a national title thing, Rob. I mean, I am, but I'm worried about everybody in this tournament. Like, everyone kind of stinks just a little bit. All right. Well, I mean, you did just say that. Hey, we got no 2009 North Carolina Tar Heels in here, okay? Okay. All right. Understood. (laughs) All right. Uh, That was the South region, guys. We just had Alabama come through. They are our first Final Four team next. We're going to go to the East region and do the exact same thing. That's coming up next on After Dark. You're clear. All right, guys, we're going to go to a quick word from our sponsor. Let me tell you guys about our sponsor for today's episode, Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 a few weeks back. When we get in the middle of college hoop season, it can be hard for me to eat and drink as healthy as I probably should be, especially in late February and March when the schedule gets really busy. But I found that I felt better as I've made AG1 a part of my daily routine. I take AG1 in the afternoons after the coffee is worn off and once the itis post-launch is kind of set in. And what I found, my energy levels are up. It's improved my digestion. And as a result, I'm not only more efficient and productive in the most important time of the year for me and for the field of 68, but I'm working out more consistently. I just feel better. AG1 is so much more than just a greens powder. It's comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally could not be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of the AG1 formula with water, and I drink it every single afternoon. Done. Just like that. I also like that it only costs $3 a day. The price is right. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is the answer. They are giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Free! Just go to athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. That's athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. The link is in the description below. Check it out. Support the field of 68 and feel better about yourself. We're just going to sit here silently. Bye. while we wait. I was going to ask the chat if they enjoyed your eyebrows. There you go. Welcome back. It's the Field of 68 After Dark, the night before the first Thursday of the NCAA tournament. We are filling out a bracket live on this show to enter it in our contest at Run Your Pool, where we plan to beat all of you and take the money for ourselves. Tyler Hansbro, Rob Doster, and I, we're going to take the money and run. That's how it works here on the Field of 68 After Dark. We're live on Sirius XM Channel 84. And as I mentioned, you can watch us on YouTube as well. Click subscribe, jump in the comments, throw a like. All that stuff helps us grow this channel, which is super important at this time of year, if you haven't noticed. Guys, we have Alabama winning the South region. Here's what our region ended up looking like. We had Bama over Arizona. Furman made a sweet 16 run. Baylor held serve as the three seed in that region. Uh, We had one Charleston upset in the first round. Other than that, pretty chalky in this region. We'll see if that continues as we move to the east. We'll start with Purdue against Fairleigh Dickinson. You saw the video tonight. Fairleigh Dickinson in the locker room. There's a little bit of a a fight on whether they said they want Purdue to see this or don't want Purdue to see this. Either way, they're not overly scared of the Boilermakers for a 16 seed. Tyler, how's this game going to go? Purdue's going to dominate them. They have no answer for Zach Eady. He's too big, too dominant. I don't care how how bad Purdue's guards play. uh, There's no chance of them beating Purdue. Yeah, love you, Tobin. Love the uh, I love the mentality there, but it's going to be a rough one. 
All right, Purdue moves on. Memphis against Florida Atlantic. Tyler, who you got? I'm going Memphis. They have the best player on the court, Kendrick Davis. Uh, I just that's that's why I'm rolling with them. It's unfair that these two teams got thrown against each other, but I uh, I cannot argue with Tyler's logic there. Give me the team that has the best player, especially when that player is a point guard. Memphis, 3-0 sweep. Moving on. Duke, Oral Roberts. Very fun one. Tyler, who's winning? Oral Roberts. Max, <laughs> Max Aismas is going to have a big-time game. They call <laughs> mid-court Max. I've been studying Oral Roberts, trying to figure out who they are. They have a 7-5 seven five, seven five center. Uh, second in the nation in blocks per game, uh, veteran team, four or five starters. They're going to come out and shock the world. I know Duke's on a big streak, and but they've got a young coach. Uh, they have young players. They've been hurt all year. They've kind of catch caught their stride, but uh, they're exhausted from winning the ACC tournament as well, or Roberts. You almost talked me into it, man, but I, I just think – I'm going with Duke. I think John has kind of gotten this thing going in the right direction. Um, and I love the uh, the backcourt of Tyrese Proctor and Jeremy Roach and the way that they're playing. And Filipowski is going to be the best player on the floor, I think. Doster, if there's one thing you need to know about me, it's that I love Oral, Robert. We're going Oral Roberts. They're moving on. Let's go. Okay? They're beating Duke. I would have picked Oral Roberts against any team in this field in the first round. The world needs Max Aismas in the second round of this tournament. Tennessee, Louisiana. Tyler, who wins? Uh, Tennessee. Um, I, I just think Tennessee's had a lot of good quality wins. Uh, I know they're out with Zakai Ziegler, uh, who went down. But, yeah, I think Tennessee wins this. Yeah, Louisiana is basically the mid-major version of, of Tennessee in terms of the way that they play. They're tough. Uh, they want to get on the glass. They have athletes, and they, you just can't play with Tennessee that way. So give me the balls. Okay, Tennessee moves on. For the record, I have Louisiana, but I get no say in this when these two agree. Kentucky-Providence, Bryce Hopkins revenge game. Tyler, who's winning? I really, really want to say Providence um, because of Bryce Hopkins, and I hope he has an unbelievable game, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think Kentucky's kind of figured it out. They're They're rolling a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, uh, Kentucky. They've sold you, finally. Took four months. No, no they haven't sold me. Realistic. <laughs> Providence isn't playing well either. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want to go with Providence here as well. I just, with ev- all the distractions going on, I don't know how you can pick them in the tournament at this point. So I'll go with, uh, I'll go with the fighting Coach Cal's. Fighting Coach Cal's move on. Kansas State against Montana State. Tyler. I'm going Kansas State. I love Marcus Noel. He's one of my favorite players in college. Uh, Keontae uh, Johnson, great story. I think he's going to come out and, and play well. Those two guys, I love them. I've loved Kansas State all year. I love the story. Keep them rolling. Give me Emo. Move them on. Michigan State, USC. Tyler, who you got? I'm not going against Tom. Against Tom. Michigan State. Yep. Tom Izzo. How can you bet against Tom Izzo and those two guards? How can you bet against a veteran team? How can you bet against a bunch of guys that uh, shoot the way that they shoot? I know you love that, Greg. I know you love that. I do love that, but, uh, I mean, you can bet against him when Tom has to spend his entire second half on the bench trying to coach A.J. Hogarth through a temper tantrum. That's how you can bet against him. But that doesn't matter against USC. They're a much better team. Marquette, Vermont, Tyler. Uh, Marquette, Vermont, who wins? I got Marquette. I think Marquette's going to grow. Shock has done a great job. Uh, Tyler Kolick, one of my favorite players uh, as well. I'm going Marquette. You just like guys named Tyler. I'm with you. Marquette, Shaka rolls. 
All right, Marquette is on. And for those that just joined us on Sirius XM, we are live on the field of 68 after dark, going pick by pick, game by game, giving you the perfect NCAA tournament bracket. Rob Doster's here. Tyler Hansborough is here. My name is Greg Waddell, and we are midway through our East region. Alabama made it through from the South, and the second region we are going through right now is the East into the round of 32. Purdue against Memphis. Tyler, who you got? Purdue. Uh, I think Purdue's going to come through. Uh, again, Zach Eady, I like Matt Painter. I'm going Purdue. This is my first big upset of the bracket so far. I'm taking Memphis. I think that their guards are going to be able to climb up in uh, Braden Smith and, and Foster Lawyer. I think that they're going to be able to cut off the path for being able to get the ball to Zach Eady. Give me the Tigers in this one. I am taking the upset. Call my shot right now. Let's go. Yes, the perfect matchup for uh, someone who has openly antagonized Purdue for the last month. Memphis is the exact type of team that I wanted to see them play. I'm going Memphis, man. I am. It might be the hate in my heart, but I'm going Kendrick Davis. I'm going those turnover-prone guards getting eaten alive by the Memphis defense. Memphis moves on. Oral Roberts, Tennessee. Tyler, who you got? Oral Roberts. I mean... Listen, uh, Tennessee, they don't I'm have one there. of their best. I'm in there, man. I'm in they there. They do Let's not go. have one of their best defenders. Uh, Oral Roberts, third in the nation in scoring. Oral Roberts going home. Yep. Tennessee's uh, their their biggest strength defensively this year has been their uh, three-point defense, and I just don't think it's going to work against Oral Roberts. Give me the Golden Eagles. Give me Paul Mills. Give me Max A. Smith. Give me 7-5 Connor Vanover out here banging threes. Let's go, baby. Hey, Greg, I too like Oral. <laughs> Hey, you don't got to convince me, okay? You don't got it. They're on. Let's move on. Kentucky, Kansas State in what I think would be a sneaky, fantastic game in the round of 32. Tyler, who wins? Kansas State. Uh, this is where Big Blue Nation goes home. Uh, I Again, I'm not betting against Marcus Noel. I love that kid. He's tough. Uh, that's who I'm picking. Yep, exactly. They'll have the two best players on the floor. Wow. Sorry, okay. Oscar. Too much agreeing for my liking, but I'll respect it because you're making all the right picks, guys. Michigan State, Marquette, Tyler. I'm going Michigan State. This is my first upset big time. Uh, yeah, Tom is. I think Michigan State's playing a lot better, too, uh, and, and I'm going to roll with them. Yeah, I'm going to go with Marquette. I'm just – I'm completely sold on this team. I, I just – I'm completely all in. The, the way that they played in Madison Square Garden convinced me. I think they have two uh, really good defenders, and Shaka's figured out how to be able to scheme with them. Give me Marquette. So for any Michigan State fans that are watching the program right now, you now know that the fate of your team rests in the hands of a Michigan basketball fan who's a little pissed off because my team's in the NIT, and I'm sick of the whole Mr. March stick, and I'm sick of all the transfer portal complaining, but I'm not sick of this team. This is a good basketball team. You got shooting everywhere. Michigan State moves on. They beat Marquette. Izzo back to the Sweet 16. Memphis, Oral Roberts. Tyler, who you got? Oral Roberts. I'm going to keep it rolling. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, man. Send them to the eight. Hey, let's go. Come on, let's go. How fellas. How you not be in on this team? We got a Cinderella, baby. Don't you want – you want that 12 seed in the Elite Eight. That's what you want. Let's go. <laughs> I don't oh, love Oral man. that much, guys. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, you got to draw a line somewhere. Oral Roberts moves on. Kansas State, Michigan State for the right to play. Oral Roberts for a berth in the Final Four. Tyler, who wins? Um, Michigan State. Tom Izzo back in the Final Four. I, I'm with you. Oral's not gonna not gonna do that much. Yeah, give me uh, give me Kansas State to get past Michigan State. I like Marquise Noel. You've talked me into him, Tyler. I'm in on that team. I was a little bit wary coming in, but you've talked him up. 
two best players on the floor. Again, it's very hard for me to go against uh, a team that has the two best players. All right, I'll say this. If Kansas State plays Michigan State in the Sweet 16, it will not be Marquise Noel who decides the game. It will be Keontae Johnson. Joey Hauser, the Michigan State forwards, will have no answer for him. Kansas State moves on. Oral Roberts, Kansas State, with a Final Four berth on the line. Tyler. (laughs) Man. um, We're making you pick between Max Aismas and Marquise Noel right now. This is like a parent picking between their favorite child. You know what? I'm actually going to go Oral. It sounds crazy. I don't know what I. I, th- I think they can do it. I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking Kansas State. This is where I'm drawing the line right now. This is where I got to do it. Um, I just Keontae Johnson is the guy that is going to be the problem there. That's the kind of matchup where he'll go out and get you 25 or 30. Uh, so I'll I'll take Kansas State. Jerome Tang getting to our final four. Right, Greg? Where are you? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, well, not yet. Once Where again, there's a lot of power in my hands here, Rob, because Kansas State is in my final four in my actual bracket. There you go. But right now, Oral Roberts could be in my final four for this bracket. Tyler makes a convincing case. Jerome Tang's never been here before. I'm kind of talking myself. In. No, we're not. Kansas State moves on. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. not happening. It's not. We got to draw the line, man. Like I said. All right, Kansas State's in the Final Four. Alabama's in the Final Four. Uh, That's our entire, uh, what what region was that? The East region. So to summarize, Kansas State beats Oral Roberts in the Elite Eight. Uh, We had Michigan State and Memphis upsetting Purdue to get to the Sweet 16. Marquette went out in the round of 32. John Calipari went out in the round of 32. That was the region of chaos. Guys, and uh, we can only hope we could be so lucky in the actual NCAA tournament. But, fellas, before we move on, we have a segment presented by Underdog Fantasy. They are running a pick'em contest in the NCAA tournament. You can use promo code FIELD with Underdog Fantasy. Tyler, Rob, and I all made our picks for the games tomorrow. You can go higher or lower on a bunch of categories here. Tyler, who's your player and what is your pick? I'm going uh, Matt A. Smith uh, for uh, 22 and a half. He's going to have uh, higher than that. I think he's going to have a big game against Duke and go off. I'm shocked that Tyler is uh, all the way in on Max Aceman. <laughs> we got we got a theme on this show here. We got a theme. Um, I'm going with uh, with Mike Bothwell. Um, right now, their projected stat line for him is 18 points and rebounds and assists, and there's no – Doubt in my mind, he's going to get more than that uh, against Virginia. I would almost consider taking that uh, that number when it is um, when it is just points. It's twelve point five points. He's going to go over that. It's a, it's a lock. It's a guarantee. Mike Bothwell, let's go. Wow, I do like Mike Bothwell. Uh, again, we had Furman going pretty far in this tournament, all the way to the Sweet Sixteen with our picks. I'm going to the only man I could possibly go to when given this opportunity with Underdog Fantasy. I'm going to my hero. Gentlemen, I'm going to boo Darius Bowie himself. Boo Bowie, as he is more known around the country, higher than 18 and a half points for my hero, Boo Bowie. This man has had the entire city of Chicago on his shoulders for four years. And tomorrow against Boise State, the world is his oyster. The court is his symphony. He is Mozart with a basketball in his hands. And the music is what we will get to feast on. Gentlemen, Boo Booey, higher than 18 and a half points. Thank you to Underdog Fantasy. Use code FIELD to get a 100% deposit match with Underdog Fantasy. All right, guys. Uh, next, on the Field of 68 After Dark, we're going to move to the other side of the bracket to the Midwest region. And we'll pick it game by game.
You're clear. Guys, we had a lot of Oral Roberts love in this segment. I mean, I think all three of us went about as far as we could possibly go with Oral Roberts. I still feel a little icky about it. I'm not going to lie. But gentlemen, if you wanted to tell me I should not feel icky about putting Oral Roberts all the way into the final four, you could prove it to me. This season, we are partnering with Run Your Pool, who is hosting the official Field of 68 bracket contest. Rob, I believe you've worked with Run Your Pool before. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I love them. It's I mean, my biggest call- survivor pool. Can't you tell call- you what it is, though, because it might be, you know. Oh, keeping secrets, are we? Well, oh, yeah. listen, you don't. Nine times a day, you call me with uh, both complaints. Today, Rob, you call and tell me how much you love Run Your Pool. That's because they have more than 50 game types for every single sport you can think of from a traditional bracket pool to survivor games, head-to-head games, pick X games. My personal favorite, it's the squares. The scoring is customizable. You can tailor your bracket rules to the pool. It's awesome. But the best part, I mean, this is the coolest part by far. They're giving away free money, $1,500. I cannot say that loud enough. Win free money with Run Your Pool. All you got to do is sign up at the link in the description, play.runyourpool.com slash field six, eight. That is F I E L D six, eight. Fill out your bracket, put Oral Roberts as far as you possibly want them to go. And you're instantly eligible to win. I can't wait. And I think genuinely, I think when we're done with this show, we have the winning bracket right here. And one, one last note, we're 138 entries away from Dagan and Trevor, our producers, both getting a bottle of whiskey. (laughs) That's special. I'm not going to lie. Help them out, chat. And it's not just whiskey either. I believe I'm getting some tequila. Rob, is that true? Yeah, you are. But you're getting Cuervo. I don't think you want to brag about that one. Oh, understood. All right. Well, we are back on the field of 68 after dark right now. Uh, This is our bracket pick them special show. We're going game by game with Tyler Hansbro, with Rob Doster and myself, Greg Waddell, telling you who's going to win. In the NCAA tournament, as simple as that. Right now, we've got Alabama in our final four. We've got Kansas State in our final four. And now we move to the Midwest region, starting with Houston against Northern Kentucky. Rob, who wins? Houston. It's a tough pick. (laughs) I'm with you, Houston. (laughs) (laughs) We might be a little burned out from how far we had to push Oral Roberts, guys. Houston moves on. Uh, Iowa against Auburn, Rob. Give me uh, give me Auburn in that matchup. It's getting played in Birmingham, which means it's going to be a home game for Auburn. Auburn, when they play in from their crowd, uh, at the very least, they play insane. And I don't know if Iowa wants to see insane Auburn. I'm going Iowa. And Chris Murray, I, I like him. I like Fran McCaffrey. So I want to see him do something crazy. I, I want to push Iowa through this one. I like Fran McCaffrey until February. And then I don't like Fred and Fair McCaffrey anymore. So I'm going to go Auburn. Give me Bruce Pearl. Give me the Tigers. Uh, moving on, Miami against Drake. Norchad O'Meara's status up in the air. That's the big question here. We will say there's a video of him walking today. I was pretty excited to see a video of Norchad walking today. He looked pretty good. Rob, who's your pick? Love Drake. Love him, but I'm going to have to go with Miami here. I just I trust their guards more. They've been there. They've proven it. Uh, give me Isaiah Wong. He can't leave the tournament in the first round. It's not going to happen. Plus, that 400K from Life Wallet for Nigel Pack has got to go to something. Got to find a way to make that work. I'm with you. I, I like Isaiah Wong. Uh, I also like uh, Jim Laranega. I think he's done a great job. Also, they were in the Elite Eight last year. Veteran team, experienced. I got Miami. 
Well, guys, this makes this very deflating that you're both picking against them. But we have an awesome interview. Our own Jeff Goodman got to sit down with Drake's own Tucker DeVries. We're going to cut to that right now. Hey, Tucker. Uh, we're here. Right. Big game coming up. Obviously, you got Miami. Not an easy draw. Not an easy 5-12 game. What have you seen from so far on film? Yeah, obviously, they're they're really good. Um, I mean, ACC champions, uh, I mean, that should say something. And um, obviously, they got really good guards, um, you know, a big that can really rebound. Um, they can really score their defense pretty quick. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty aggressive, try to get steals. But um, sometimes you just got to try and use that to your advantage and, you know, um, hopefully we, I feel like it's contrasting styles and, and how they, how they guard and how, how we're able to take care of the ball. And it's going to be a battle of which one, which one, uh, can win that. How cool is it for you to be here? I mean, obviously you're a coach's kid. You've grown up in this, in this industry, uh, and to finally be here and to be here with a bunch of guys that, that did this a couple of years ago, I assume that that helps you as well with their experience. Yeah. I mean, I was here two or three years, two years, two or three years ago when they, when they made it and being able to watch them and see how much work they've put in to get here. And then now to be able to do it with them and be a part of it is uh, really special. And to be able to share this experience with them and, you know, just make the best of it, especially with the amount of seniors we have and be able to send those seniors out. Right. It, it's meant a lot. All right. Give me, give me a good story about your dad. Give me some dirt here. Like I need some, something good, man. Uh, Does he run enough plays for you? First of all, yeah, yeah, he does. Doug McDermott always used to complain that Greg didn't run enough plays for him. I, I think Doug might have had the most plays for anybody. I know, I know. But uh, I, I think uh, probably the best best thing I have is uh, before I uh, had played for my dad, he 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 was at, I think, eighth grade. He, he did like a – he was at a game and got after me after the game, and he he had to apologize later. It was so bad. And said he'd never coached me ever. and. Really, here, and here we are. So, <laughs> uh, but it, it's been good. It's been a lot of fun, you know, being able to do it with him. And um, it, it, I, I wouldn't uh, want it any other way. Do you call? What do you call him, Dad or Coach? Uh, yo, I, I yo, really? You don't nothing. I mean, off the court, I'll call him Dad, but I, it's too weird to call him Coach. I mean, but I, I just what, don't really say say a name. Doug called. I think Doug called him Mac, right? Yeah, yeah. Mac's a little. Yeah. Yeah, everybody calls Mac Mac though, so it's 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 a little. I don't know. I I don't really say coach or dad on the court. I just get his attention and <laughs> ask my question. Yo, what you know for you guys? This is obviously a, a stage for you guys to show how good you are and how good the valley is and, and the competition, and everything like that. What what are people? What are you hoping they see from you guys uh, in this game against a Miami team that you know a core of it went to the Elite Eight last year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we have a really tough opponent, and um, being able to just kind of show that, that we can play at this level, um, you know, I, we have a very old veteran group that um, has played a lot of basketball games and has played in a lot of big games, and um, now now we're at the biggest stage, and just being able to kind of show who we are and um, kind of stay true to ourselves and just kind of let everything take care of itself, and, you know, wherever that gets us, I think we'll, we'll all be very proud of where we've gotten just by being us. All right, am I allowed to say you can get back to your, your card game or no? Yeah. All right, all right. Good luck. That was Drake's Tucker DeVries, who calls his dad Yo, which is ironic because that's what I call Rob Doster the nine times a day that he calls me. Gentlemen, we're right back into our picks in the Midwest. Indiana, Kent State. Rob, who wins? 
Give me Kent State in the upset 13 over four. I love their guards. Sincere carry Malik Jacobs. Kevin Sweeney of SI talked me into this one, so I'm going with Kent State. I'm going Indiana. I like Trace Jackson Davis. I think he's too much. Uh, Indiana. Yeah, Kevin Sweeney's going to get a personal call from me after the show, and I'm going to tell him how stupid that was. Indiana wins this game. Iowa State pit. Rob, who wins? <laughs> Give me Iowa State. They've gotten it right since uh, since Caleb Grill got the boot from the team. I love the way that they defend. Pitt has never seen that no-middle defense. They're going to have no idea what to do with it. I'm actually going to go Pitt. I like Jamarius Burton. I think he played big. He can hit big shots, uh, and they seem to be rolling. I'm going Pitt. Pitt moves on. Nailbiter last night, but they're in. All right, Xavier, Kennesaw State. I think this is Xavier. Any disagreements? Does it matter what I say, or are you just going to go with what Tyler says? <laughs> Usually what Tyler says, I'll be yeah, honest. Give me Xavier. <laughs> veto power. Xavier moves on. Texas A&M, Penn State. Rob? Give me Penn State. Booty ball, baby. I don't think Texas A&M is going to be ready for that offense. They've never seen a team that can shoot the way that Penn State can shoot. They've never seen Jalen Pickett. Booty ball. I like Jalen Pickett, too. I'm going Penn State. I love the Nittany Lions. I'm glad I don't have to fight you on that. Texas against Colgate. Rob? Uh, bet Colgate first half. Bet Texas second half. Texas advances. Texas, too much firepower. Longhorns. All right, into the round of 32. Houston against Auburn. Rob? Oh, man. Give me Houston. It's going to be tough. It's going to be ugly. I think it's going to end up being a one-possession game, but give me Houston. They're too tough. I'm with you. What was that grunt about? We think Auburn's giving Houston a game? game. It's a home game. You don't want look. You don't you don't bet against Bruce Pearl when he's playing at home. That's all I'll say. I don't like betting against Bruce Pearl anywhere, but it's Houston. Come on, man. All right, Miami against Indiana, Doster. Who you got? Give me Miami. I am not betting against those guards. I'm not betting against that backcourt. Uh, I think they're going to find a way to get it done. And here's my here's my hot take. Norchad O'Meara is going to show up and he's going to have his Willis Reed game coming back, shutting down Trace Jackson Davis. Boom. How about that, Tyler? I'm with you. Indiana has a tendency to no-show sometimes, especially on the road. Uh, Miami's experienced. I'm going to go with them. Indiana does have a tendency to no-show. That's been the story of Trace Jackson Davis's career, but uh, they're playing a Miami team that no-showed at home when they had a 21-point lead to clinch the ACC championship this year. Just want to point that out. This could be a, who is less of a no-show spot. Miami advances, though. Moving on, Pitt against Xavier Doster. Who you got? The battle of Sean Miller, right? The Pitt Ooh. alum coming back to play him as the Pitt coach. He's going to find a way to get a win. Come on, what are we doing here? Suley Boom's the best player on the floor. Colby Jones is a stud. And Sean Miller, that man can coach. I'm with you. Xavier's moving on. I, I, Yeah, I'm with you. I like Sean Miller as well. Xavier and Suley Boom move on. Penn State against Texas. It's a tough one, gentlemen. Rob? As much as I want to ride the uh, the the Jalen Pickett bandwagon, the, Texas is just too good at everything, right? They're one of the uh, one of the few teams that is a top thirty team in offense and defensive efficiency this season. Um, they just I, I I know it's weird to trust Marcus Carr. I I trust Marcus Carr. I think they find a way to get it done. I agree. Texas is too big and athletic as well. I think uh, they don't have anything to match their size. I'm rolling Texas. All right, the Longhorns advance, but I am upset about it. I love booty ball. Houston, Miami in the uh, Sweet 16 here. Who wins? Give me the Cougars. Give me Houston. Kelvin Sampson finds a way to advance. Uh, spoiler alert, I have them in the Final Four, so we can just pencil that one in if you do too, uh, Tyler. Yeah, I agree with you, Houston. I hate put them in, putting them in there, but yeah, I got to go with it. 
All right, Houston advances from Miami. I'm not putting them in the Final Four yet because I want the opportunity to fight you if we can get there, Rob. Xavier against Texas. Who's winning this game? I think Rob's going with Texas. Tell me you're not. I am not. I am going with Xavier here. Uh, at the end of the day, if if all things are equal, I'm going to pick the team that has the better guards. I had Suli Boom as a third-team All-American this year. I think Colby Jones deserved consideration for first-team All-Big East, and I do think that Jack Nungy won his size and, two, his ability to step away from the basket and pull the Texas Bigs away from the rim is going to be too much. Give me the Musketeers here, Tyler. I disagree. I'm going Texas. Uh, split the Big 12 title. It's the best conference in the in the country. Uh, they're, they're too big. They're too good. Uh, I'm going Texas. We know what the answer here is going to be. Yeah, listen, I'm the tiebreaker, and I have Penn State beating Texas, which means by default I have to have Xavier winning this game. I love Ooh. Suli Boom. Uh, listen, Rob, I I think you said when things are equal, go with the best backcourt. I struggle to find a thing in this game that I would take from Texas over Xavier. I think they have the better front court. I think they have the better backcourt. I think they have the better coach. The only thing that scares me is this is the archetype of teams I fall in love with every year and they flame out in the tournament. Great offense, non-existent defense, guard I love. That's a recipe for me to fail with my bracket every year, but not until tomorrow, at least. Xavier moves on. Elite Eight, Houston, Xavier. Rob, you wanted Houston in the Final Four. This is your chance to do it. Yeah, they're they're too physical. They're too physical for Xavier. But I just want to comment real quick on the fact that we had the upset of the century where Greg disagreed with Tyler on a pick. I'm just throwing that out there. It's hard. I'm not going to I mean, look, it's Tyler Hans, bro, man. How am I supposed to say <laughs> no to that face? Uh, I'm I'm with you, Houston, man. Uh, I don't like putting them there, but they're they're too strong, too physical, good defensively. Rolling with them. All right, so Houston advances. Just a quick recap of this bracket. Houston defeats Xavier in the Elite Eight. We had Miami and Texas in the Sweet 16. No major upsets in this one. I guess you could consider Penn State and Pitt some upsets there. Tyler, just real quick before we go to break here, you keep saying you don't love putting Houston there. Why don't you love putting Houston there? Well, they play in the American. I don't think they're tested nightly. And, you know, I like the storyline, but – you know, I think if you put a lot of teams from these power conferences in the American, they have a great record as well. I just want to see them, you know, be tested like some of these other uh, teams are in their conferences. That's fair. Rob, do you share that concern or no? Uh, yeah, to a point, but it's also they've done enough in the tournament over the last couple of years where I'm not super concerned about that. And like we know how good Marcus Sasser is and Jairus Walker is going to end up being a top 10 pick. So, like, I, I get it. I just. I think Kelvin said they're just so damn tough, man. Like, I think that the toughness is going to be something that translates. Yeah, they've been tough in the tournament the past years, too. If we got a Houston-Texas game, as much as I like picking against Texas in my personal bracket, that would be an incredibly fun game to watch. With a Final Four berth on the line, whew, sign me up. All right, gentlemen, we're going to move on. When we come back from break, we will break down the West region and give our picks for the NCAA tournament. That's next on After Dark. You're clear. Rob, do you ever get tired of trying to prove to me that you're right? Yes. I'm honestly surprised by that. I've never seen you fatigued in trying to prove to me that you're right. But, hey, I respect it. I have an answer to your problems. My friend Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts. You can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault now and forevermore. You can challenge your friends if you had friends. Rob, do you have friends? Not really. 
Okay, you can challenge your enemies. I mean, that works too. <laughs> keep track of the results. Oh, yeah, I challenge Jeff Goodman all the time. <laughs> there we go. You can keep track of the results and you can prove that you are, in fact, smarter than Jeff Goodman. Vaulted will also be releasing more than 50 pools in the next three months. Download the app at the link. Sign up for your three-month trial. Store your predictions now and forevermore. Gentlemen, this is a marathon of a show. I'm out of breath right now. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. to you. You're doing a lot of the work. Me and Tyler are just sitting here throwing shit against the wall. It's easy for us. <laughs> 30. Oh, lovely. So we have Houston beating Xavier in the Elite Eight. Houston, Miami, Xavier, Texas in the Sweet 16. We had Pitt with an upset in the first round. Penn State with an upset in the first round. Everything else was pretty chalky. Boring region. I'm not going to lie. 10 seconds. Yeah, that's the, that region is such a snooze fest. Feels weird to say that with the top teams, though. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Now. Three, two. Welcome back. It's the field of 68 after dark, and we're about 12 hours away from the ball being tipped in the greatest sporting event on planet Earth. That's the NCAA tournament. This is the field of 68 after dark. We have Rob Doster here. We have Tyler Hansbro here. My name is Greg Waddell. We have been going region by region, picking every single game in this tournament. We have Alabama winning the South. We have Kansas State winning the East. We have Houston winning the Midwest. And now it is time to move on to the toughest region in this tournament. That would be the West region. Tyler, we're going to start with you with every game this region. Kansas against Howard. Who wins? Kansas. Too much power. Mm-hmm. Easy as that. The Jayhawks move on. Arkansas, Illinois, in a battle of extremely talented squads. Tyler, who you got? I'm going Illinois. Illinois has been hot and cold this year. It's been a roller coaster. But they, when they're on, they're good. They can play with anybody. Uh, I'm expecting them to come out big. I'm going to go Illinois. I am going with Arkansas. And must we trust? I just think that must will find a way uh, – Find a matchup to exploit. Find something to be able to win this game. He, it, no matter how much they struggle, they just like he just finds a way to get it done in March. That's just what he does. Back to back elite eights. Uh, so I'm taking Arkansas here. It's a battle of coaches with great nicknames. Daddy Brad versus the Must Bus. Both these coaches consistently win their first game in the NCAA tournament. Who knows what happens from there? Uh, I'm a body language expert when it comes to college basketball. I have a PhD in body language studies. Illinois' body language is bad right now. They made a bunch of excuses after that Penn State loss. The booty ball phrase was coined. I'm rocking with Arkansas, Nick Smith, Anthony Black, and the must bus. Let's move on. In must we trust, Gregory. In must we trust. Yeah, I'm not going to get there. I can't do it, Rob. But St. Mary's against VCU. Tyler, who wins? I'm going St. Mary's. Uh, You know, they've been winning ball games. They're playing well. They've been up there uh, this year. Long winning streak. I'm going St. Mary's. Give me VCU. I like the toughness. I love the athleticism. I love Ace Baldwin. Uh, And they got a dude named David Shriver. Tyler, I'm telling you, you got to watch this game. You got to check this dude out. He's got a hair down to his shoulders. He's got a big old mustache. Uh, He looks like he's got the build of a guy that drinks six to eight beers a night, and he just bangs 25-footers nonstop. You're going to love this guy. I I got So I'm taking David Shriver. I don't care about VCU. I'm taking David Shriver here. So in my actual bracket, I have VCU, but ever since I was a little boy growing up in the city of Lansing, Michigan, my mother taught me two things, Rob. 
She taught me never trust Brandon Johns and never disagree with Tyler Hansbrough three times in a row. St. <laughs> Mary's moves on. UConn against Iona. We know who Doster's going to go with here, even though he's pretending he thinks it's going to be tough. Tyler, who wins this game? UConn, it's not even going to be close. Jordan Hawkins has been playing unbelievable. I'm a big fan of Sunogo. Uh, UConn's just going to steamroll him. Love it. Love it. Love it. I'm riding with Tyler, man. Oh, he said he said, he said what I need to say. <laughs> UConn moves on. Simple as that. TCU against Arizona State, who probably finished tonight's game with 150 points, but I flipped it off when they were up 30. Uh, Tyler, who wins? TCU. I like Mike Miles. Uh, TCU can play with anybody. Uh, I love their offense. They're up and down. Uh, yeah, TCU. Our guy, CZ Binance, loves to say that Mike Miles – plays like he's got a rocket coming out his behind coming out his hind quarters is the way that cz phrases it uh how could you bet against this team when they are on when they play their best they are uh, as entertaining as any team in the country to watch i just i, I want to root for them so i'm taking tcu here yeah i'm terrified of tcu for some reason i did not believe in them once during the regular season and they lost me a bunch of money not believing in them i still haven't picked them far but I pick them in this game for sure. Moving on, Gonzaga against Grand Canyon. Tyler, who you got? The Zags are kind of flying under the radar. I like Drew Timmy. I think Mark Few experience. I'm going Gonzaga. Yes, the Zags. You're 100% right, too. Like this is. Imagine if this is the year when no one's talking about them, they go out and they win the national title. Be kind of poetic. Would love it. It could happen. Moving on, Northwestern and Boudarius Bowie against Boise State. Tyler. I'm going Boo Booey, uh, Northwestern, your guy. I'm going to pick yeah, him. Yeah, man. I'm taking Boise State. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Cut his mic. <laughs> Somebody get this man out of here. Boo Booey moves on. UCLA against UNC Asheville. Tyler. Ooh, UCLA. Uh, I've I've said they're, uh, they've kind of been my sleeper. Uh, I like Mick Cronin, hard-nosed defensive guy. I'm going UCLA. Yeah, when you're playing against um, a lesser team like this, just give me Mick Cronin, give me Tiger Campbell, give me Jaime Hawkins, and they're going to get the job done. It may not be pretty. It may not be a ton of highlights, but they'll go out there and they'll get the job done. Trust those yep. guys. Yep, no question. Easy one for the Bruins there, I think. Kansas against Arkansas. I mean, this would be a hell of a game, guys. I'd be terrified of Arkansas as a one seed. Tyler, who wins? I'm going to go Kansas, just from the fact that you know, I really like Jalen Wilson. I, I think Bill Self, if he's healthy and he's coaching on the sideline, I'm, I'm rolling with Kansas. I like, you know, I love Dick, too. I think both of them play really well. I think they're going to have big games. This is my big upset in the West. I'm going with Arkansas, and the reason I'm going with Arkansas is that Muss is the one coach in college basketball <laughs> that will attack a mismatch as many times as he possibly can. And I think that with the size of his guards, Anthony Black, 6'7", Nick Smith, 6'4", Ricky Council, 6'6", crazy athlete, I think he'll be able to find a way to take advantage of Dewan Harris and also be able to find a way to go at Grady Dick. And if Kansas has to take Grady Dick off the floor, it completely changes what their team is, especially on the offensive end. Give me Arkansas. This is strictly just a, uh, a matchup pick for me, but I think Musk gets it done. In Musk, I trust. That was a fantastic monologue. You're hired. You've got the job. Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks are winning this game. Nothing you could have said there would have swung me, Rob. I'm sorry. Moving on. St. Mary's against UConn, and this is where you can win me back over, Rob Doster. Tyler, who wins? UConn. I'm rolling UConn. 
Yeah, UConn can overwhelm St. Mary's with their their length and athleticism and size and and just how tough they are. If if UConn plays VCU, that is the nightmare matchup. That is the one where uh, I I am very concerned. If I'm a UConn, well, I am a UConn fan, but that's the one that has me very concerned. Is that just pure matchup though? Because I feel like it's yes. a little. It feels disrespectful to St. Mary's that nobody's afraid of St. Mary's for UConn, but like this 12 seed VCU it's, who it's wasn't going to make the tournament thing. is like when you play the way that St. Mary's plays, UConn can just kind of overwhelm you with their length and athleticism. When you can match them from like a length and athleticism perspective and you don't let them get in their sets. That's the biggest thing. That's what Marquette did. They didn't let them get in their sets. They run. The, anyway, keep it moving. I could talk for 20 minutes about this. No, I just, I wanted to nitpick that. Cause St. Mary's is a better team than VCU by a lot, in my opinion, but I'm with you. Like I'm more scared of VCU. I just feel guilty about saying that TCU against Gonzaga, Tyler, who wins. It's going to be a great matchup, but I'm going to roll with the Zags. For the same reason, uh, I think Drew Timmy uh, is going to be too big for him down low. I'm actually going to go with TCU here. I think that Gonzaga is going to try to find a way. Gonzaga loves to run. They want to play in transition, and I don't think that you can run with TCU. So give me TCU here. I think their their uh, defensive toughness will kind of bother their, uh, Gonzaga as well. I'm terrified of this matchup because I have Gonzaga going very far in this tournament. And Mike Miles is 100% the person who can ruin it all for me. But when I have the opportunity to advance Gonzaga, I'm going to do it. I like how under the radar they are. I love Drew Timmy's advantage in that game. No Eddie Lampkin, obviously, for TCU. Give me the Zags. Northwestern against UCLA. Guys, I'm going to flip this on you. I'm not waiting for the two of you. I have Northwestern winning this game. I have Boo Booey putting on a show. I have Chase Audige and Boo Booey clearly establishing themselves as the best backcourt in this game. And I need one of you two to come along for the ride with me. Tyler, we'll go to you first. Can I get you there? No, it's not going to be me. It doesn't have to be a beauty beauty contest like Rob said. UCLA, Mick Cronin's going to break it down. It's going to be ugly. They're going to take, they're going to take the dub here. Bruins. Yeah. That simple. It hurts. All right. Kansas against UConn. We also have just listen to this Kansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. And the other three regions are supposed to be taken seriously. That's a bloodbath. Kansas or UConn, Tyler, who wins? I actually think UConn's gonna beat them up inside. I think they're too big for too big for Kansas. I think Sonogo uh, is gonna have a big game. I think he's a low down low. They have some depth too. Uh, I'm not too sold on Kansas down low. So I actually gonna have UConn pull this. You mean UConn, baby? I love it, Tyler. Let's go, baby. Come on. <laughs> I'm UConn too, but I think it's absurd that everybody's counting out Kansas in this spot. It terrifies me. Gonzaga or UCLA? Tyler, who wins? Ooh, I'm gonna go with the Zags, and yep. yeah, it's just gonna be this could be a coin flip, but I'm gonna do the Zags. Zags in Vegas. They travel there. Oh man! All right, the Zags move on. And I'm looking at this bracket. I think the entire Elite Eight is my actual Elite Eight, and now I feel worse about it for some reason. UConn or Gonzaga, Tyler, who's going to the Final Four? It's going to be UConn, and the reason I say that is because uh, they have the bigs that can kind of wear down Timmy. And uh, you know, Gonzaga Gonzaga is a little young; uh, they don't really have the horses like they used to. So I, I think UConn's going to uh, advance. Mm-hmm. He said it. He said it, not me. Let's go. Look at, look at I that love that Tyler loves smirk. big guys because UConn's got the biggest big guys in college basketball. Yeah, Arizona has bigger big guys, but 
is what it is. Fine. UConn, celebrate it. UConn goes to the Final Four. They beat Gonzaga. They also beat Kansas. They also beat St. Mary's. UCLA was in the Sweet 16. Loaded region, as we said. Thank you to everyone for coming along for the ride with us. We're going to do our Final Four picks on the afters portion on the YouTube channel of this show. The NCAA tournament is tomorrow. Enjoy it, everybody out there. For Tyler Hansbro, for Rob Doster, my name is Greg Waddell, and we'll see you tomorrow night on the Field of 68 After Dark. UConn's really just going to win this thing, aren't they? Let's move to our final four, guys. Let's finish the job here. Back to the left side of the bracket, Alabama, Kansas State. Rob Doster, who's your pick? Alabama. Alabama. Like I Look, I, I love the story. I love Jerome Tang. I love Kansas State. I think Keontae Johnson's like comeback, getting to the final four will be amazing. That's going to be the story that we kind of get to, and we're like, man, are we still talking? Like, Come on. Yeah, we get it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we know uh, Jalen Suggs played quarterback in high school. Right. I think that's the Keontae Johnson story. Um, But give me Alabama here. Like they're the best team in America, I think. Come on. What are we doing? I'm I'm with you. They have too many horses. I mean, they're too many athletes. And I love the Jerome Tang story and, you know, Kansas taking it to the final four. But Alabama is too athletic, too big. Yeah, I'll I'll reserve my thoughts, guys. I just I really don't want to see this Alabama team go all the way. I know they're the best team in the sport, but uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Houston against UConn in the other national semifinal for us. Uh, if we go full chalk here, it would be Alabama Houston. If we go full Homer here, it would be Alabama UConn. Tyler, who's your pick here? I'm going UConn. And the reason I say that is because <laughs> they're too big. They're too big. I don't care. Like they play in the American uh, UConn sees, you know, they see more quality teams. I'm sold on UConn. UConn's if Houston does get to the final four and they meet, meet UConn is they have no chance. UConn. Uh, so I kind of agree. And the reason why I agree. Oh, do you? I, I, no, no, look, it's not a biased thing. Okay. Cause I, I think UConn gets picked off in the first weekend. Like maybe I'm just super pessimistic, but I do. Um, in that matchup, both teams control the controllables. And what I mean by that is they play defense, they play physical, they play tough, they play hard. Like so much of what Houston does great is they kind of out muscle you and out tough you. And you're not going to out tough this UConn team, especially inside. Like you're not going to out rebound them. You're not going to out physical them. Like Adama Sonogo is an immovable object. You know, Andre Jackson gets in foul trouble, but that, like that dude, that dude's like a football player. He really should be like a wide receiver. He probably would be better at that than he is at uh, whatever he is that he's playing. But um, and, and then to me, it kind of comes down to like talent. And I trust Hurley's scheme, and I trust the talent on that UConn roster more than I do the talent on the Houston roster. But you know, I I, I could be seeing the, things through a husky uh, tinted lens in that spot. I just. I really like that matchup for UConn, the way that it kind of plays out. So UConn can't get out tough is the premise that we're going with here. Rob, what happened? No, no, it's in it's in the paint, like the the physicality in the paint. The way that you beat UConn, they run all of these elaborate sets, right? They have counters to their counters to their counters. Their playbook is like 750 pages long. They don't have anybody that can go get you one. Their biggest issue is when you could take away their sets and take away the good shots. And that's what that's what Marquette does. That's what VCU does. That's why they struggled with St. John's. If you get out and pressure them, 
and force them to run their offense 40 feet away from the basket and don't let them scheme up good looks be, like as a result of their sets, that's where you can find a way to take advantage and find a way to beat them. Um, but I, is Houston's defense not capable of that? Like they're pretty Houston's damn good. More at that. like what Houston does more of is like trapping ball screens and, and it's a little bit more hard hedging and things like that. It's not so much um, the, the get out and pressure you in the half court the same way. Um, it will be interesting to see if Kelvin Sampson with like six days to prep, maybe make some tweaks, but, and look, I'm not saying that UConn wins that game by 20. I just think they find a way to do enough because they can match all the things that Houston does. Well, they can match you, um, the physical for physical. So, okay. I just want to see you squirm a little, Rob. I feel like we've made it a little bit too easy on you on this run. I, I think me and Tyler might have the same damn bracket if he's going to yeah, have UConn going to the national title game. I think you're going to have the same winner pick here in about five seconds. UConn beats Houston to face Alabama in our national championship. I'll I'll just throw this out there. I'm going Alabama. I'm not letting UConn win this bracket. I'm doing everything in my power to prevent this from happening. Rob, you're going next because I think you're going to pick UConn here, and I want to have Tyler make the final decision. So, Rob, who's your pick to win the national championship? Um, So I have UConn in my bracket. My heart says UConn, uh, and there's no way, no chance in hell that I would ever say anything other than UConn in this spot. So <laughs> just, it is what it is. Like Tyler, you got to make the decision on this one, man. It cannot be me. I cannot end the UConn season that way. It can't be me. Well, you're going to like my answer because it's yeah. UConn. <laughs> and listen, listen, Alabama's, they're athletic, then they're a great team, but UConn is going to beat them up. There's a different in physicality. Uh, that UConn's going to hit them with. Sunogo is a low down low. I know Betty Aka, he's light, but he's athletic and he cleans up everything that comes his way. But it's different when you get hit and get pushed down low. And I think UConn's physical. I think Jordan Hawkins can get you a bucket when you need one. And that's no disrespect. Brandon Miller's a freshman. I don't know he's a he's a top five whatever lottery pick, but UConn's got this. Is it too late to get Carolina in the tournament? Can we get North Carolina? We, no, no, we packed it in. We packed it in. Oh, We're I, done. I, We're not, you're We're right. Done. I heard. I heard. <laughs> I heard a little something about that. Uh, man, like, okay, congrats to the UConn Huskies. Great team. Very talented team. I have them in my Elite Eight in my actual bracket, so I don't hate them. But, like, I mean, this this whole exercise feels a little like when Jeff Goodman and I made a list of the top 100 Twitter followers and Jeff Goodman finished second. Like, are we kind of just like, is that what we're doing right now as a network, fellas? I don't know what's going on here right now. Um, I claim I claim zero responsibility for that list. I just want I want that on the record. I did not I, have a vote. I did not tweet it. I claim zero responsibility. I love Jeff Goodman, and the results were legit. I saw in my own eyes for the record, but uh, I know I, I saw some flack for that on the Twitter sphere. So I, I'm just saying, man, a lot of wins for Rob Doster and Jeff Goodman this week in this very important week of college basketball. Uh, gentlemen, God forbid you kind of actually wins the title and I have to deal with Doster for six months after this. Uh, we, we have another word from our sponsor we want to hear right now. We mentioned Underdog Fantasy earlier in the show. Uh, Code field can get a hundred percent deposit match with them. Listen to the word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by underdog fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pickup where you can get a little extra sweat during March madness and win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's games and pick them. All you do is predict whether a player will go higher or lower on underdogs projected 
totals, whether that's points, rebounds, whatever. For example, if you're like me and you think Zach Eady is going to go nuts in this tournament, pick higher on his points projection, add up to four more picks, and if you hit them all, you can win 20 times your money on a single game. Underdog's slick mobile app is easy enough that dummies like Jeff Goodman have even figured it out. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code FIELD, F-I-E-L-D, and Underdog will match your deposit up to 100 bucks. Now is the time to get in on the madness. So remember, underdogfantasy.com, promo code all right, we're back in the afters portion of the field of 68 after dark. Thank you so much to anybody who stuck with us for this show. Rob Doster, Tyler Hansbrough here. I'm Greg Waddell. Uh, let's get producer Trevor in here. Let's see if we got any questions, comments, slander from the chat for the chaos that just took place for the last hour. Chats all over the place, as per usual. I will try to sift through the madness and find some questions. I, I, there was a question I saw in there, Trevor. All right. right. So the, the deal that we have uh, for Run Your Pool is if we get to 2,000 people joining that pool, Trevor and Dagan both get a bottle of whiskey of their choosing from me, uh, capping it at what, $100, $150, what was it? Well, your first text said $150, and your second said yeah, okay, $100. Yeah, okay, $150. And then the chat got in there, and they were trying to decide what the best kind of bourbon or whiskey is. So I'm going to open it up for you two. Tyler, Greg, if you could uh, – there was one kind of bourbon that you could get right now, right? What is it? What's your go-to? Trevor's not a big bourbon guy. He's like a margarita guy. So he needs some advice. He needs some help here. Uh man, I'm a big bourbon guy. Uh, Stag Jr., solid pick. Uh, man, let's see here. I'm taking uh, notes. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It's a great yep. one. Elijah Craig Small Batch. Four Roses, Small Batch, Select. Uh, yeah, those, you can't go wrong with those. You know what I really like is the uh, – what the Willet is the the like the fat bottom with the long top, right? Yeah, it's a pot still, yeah. Yeah, I really like the Willet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Woodford Reserve is my answer. Just the regular Woodford? Yeah. Straight up Woodford? Regular Woodford, yeah. I like the, I like the double oaks. Like this, that's like the fatter bottle one, right? I don't think I've seen that one. You know what's the most overrated bourbon for me? I don't like Basil Hayden's. It's only forty proof. Yeah, I, I bet eighty it. proof. They water it down a little bit. Yeah, I don't love it. It's kind yeah. of uh, a little too watery. Yeah, I like I like bourbon. Like call it's got to be strong, man. You got to have strong flavors in there. You're not drinking bourbon because you want to sip something that tastes good. You're drinking bourbon because you want it to get a job done right it's got to have a little kick to it what's your death row drink like you know how people ask what your death row meal is you can get anything served like you're gonna have one final drink before you die knock on wood i love both of you what is your final drink be stag junior i got mine just uh, like on the rocks tyler how's it served nah, i drink all my whiskey straight you can't really get the flavors if you put a little water in there you got to be able to take it and uh, you can really get the new nuances. Mm-hmm. Happy 23. Oh, yes. You're not going to get that on death row. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I don't know what that is. You don't know what Pappy is? No. That's why can I, I just said Can I Google this right price. now? It, it would be the most, I mean, it's the most popular whiskey out there, but it is. Uh, Have you ever it, had it, Tyler? I've had them all. It's, uh, yeah. I, is I, it I worth think it's, it? 
Actually, the Pappy Rye, if you ever come across Pappy Rye, it's really good. But the, the actual Pappy's, it doesn't, the price doesn't match the Yeah, the it, taste. You're, you're drinking it to say you drink it, right? More than drinking it because it's worth the price of the bottle that you pay. Yeah, yeah. it's all about the, the name. But, you know, what you could do is you get an empty bottle and you just fill it up with Eliza <laughs> Craig and then just put a little caramel in there. And you just have a bunch of non-whiskey drinkers come over. Oh, I got the pappy. I respect that. <laughs> I am 100% going to do that. No, that's a great idea. That's genius. Uh, Rob, how many run your pool signups would we need to send Trevor and Dagan a bottle of pappy? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> there's there's no that's like a thousand dollars a bottle oh I'm, I'm looking at the price tag right now i just want to not know even what, get, yeah. what you would set the bar at <laughs> there's a actually on netflix there's a there's a big so there's like this big bourbon heist about like eight years ago nine years ago that someone's like they stole millions and millions of dollars of pappy and uh yeah so it kind of sent the price of it skyrocketing so wow it, all, it was already Things you learn on the field of 68 after dark. You got to love it. Okay, two things. One, we have 73 likes. Come on, chat. There's 500 people watching. You can do better than that. Two, I have a basketball-related question for you. Do you guys think Arizona State can make more of a run after seeing them tonight? Nevada. What has Nevada done like the last two weeks? And they're ass kicked by everybody. They didn't deserve to be in the field. I mean, Rutgers. We run it back and make Arizona State play a real team like Rutgers. The, the team that lost to Hofstra last night? Uh, who cares about the NIT? No one cares about the NIT. Well, you're talking to two guys who might care about the NIT right now. North Carolina didn't play in the NIT. They didn't want to play. Yeah. Back to the no, you know why? You know why, Tyler? Because no one cares about the NIT. <laughs> <laughs> Except the betters, the gamblers. Gamblers love it. Oh, so that's why you love the NIT, Greg. Yes. Hell yeah. This is a building block for my program, Rob. We don't run from the grind. This is a life lesson we're teaching these young men. I'm sad. I'm still poking about it. Yeah. What uh, else we got, Trevor? I'm looking. Um, everybody's just talking about drinks. Thanks, guys. Um, let's see here. Uh, somebody said Greg looks like he drinks gluten-free water. I like that comment. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, here I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask a question and include a stat in it. If you had to pick a 15 over a 2, which are you picking? And here's a producer stat for you, brought to you by me. Colgate has played five NCAA tournament games. They are 0-5 straight up, but 5-0 and against the spread in those five games. I'm taking Princeton to win. And it's, there's actually some logic to it. So uh, the way to beat Arizona is to space them and to, to spread them out. Um, and they got Tosin. I'm gonna, do you know how to say his last name, Greg? Because I have no idea how to say his last name. No, I, know, I, just, I just call him Tosin. Yeah, Tosin. You got Ronaldo, you got Messi, you got Pele, you got LeBron, and you got Tosin. <laughs> um, no, but he's like they're, they they play like a point center. And then they got another guy that's like 6'9", 240. So they got enough size to kind of like hold their own more than what you would expect out of an Ivy League team. Um, and then when they pull Tosin out, like he averages like five or six assists or something like that. Like he's a really good passer. Um, and if they're making shots around Arizona, which is no given, they're not a great shooting team. I just think that they match up the best. Like Colgate, what Colgate does, they jump out to an early lead because they hit a bunch of open threes and 
Um, their their offense is a little like weird to scheme, and then once teams kind of figure out what's going on and the athleticism can, can kind of take over, like they just don't have a chance. They get run out of the gym in the second half. That's what happens. So I love uh, I love Colgate first half, um, the first half line there. Like I said, Tyler, what do you got? Probably Colgate, uh, and I haven't seen too many fifteens play, but you know it's. Yeah, maybe Colgate, they hit a lot of open threes. I mean, make shots, get on the street, keep it in the second half. Yeah, that's my answer as well. Um, and I, I don't really think any of my picks here would be about something with a 15 seed. Like, I, I think I disagree that matchup matters really in any of, it. any of this. It's more about which two seed do I think could totally lay an egg. And Marcus Carr is this Texas team's best player, right? I'm still not all the way there, man. That's fair. That's fair. All right, here's one. What upset do you guys think has now become too trendy? They want to know, like, is there, is there one that's just been talked to death about that you're now out on because everybody's picking it? Um, I hate to say it, but, like, everybody has Furman. Like, literally everybody has Furman beating Virginia. I, I don't think I've seen one person. The only person I've seen that pick Virginia is my son. Who's seven and also has Iowa in the final four. So that's a bad pick. Don't raise your son like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I tried. I tried. Um, I, I have two. I have two that come to mind. One in the first round, one in the second, potentially. Uh, I think, I think everybody is on the wrong side of Miami and we are not tonight. Like Miami jumped on it, but I've seen a lot of just pencil Drake in. And I assume a lot of that was with the status of Norchad. Maybe people are going to flip on that now, but I really do like this Miami team. I do. I mean, they, the same core made that run last year. I don't think there's anything particularly special about Drake. I like Tucker DeVries, but I think Miami's a much better team. The second one is the second round matchup. Anybody that has Memphis beating Florida Atlantic that I talk to has them beating Purdue, including me, including us. And I feel there's a really good chance we're just going to feel really stupid when Zach Eady goes for like 35 and 24 <laughs> in that game. Like, I don't know. Purdue's good, man. I've talked too much shit about him. You're just trying to get back. You're sick of your mentions being mean to you. I am sick of that, too. But I also have been a little disrespectful to Purdue, and I'm trying to eat crow. Well, don't do it now. Wait until they win first. Oh, don't don't get me wrong. If Memphis wins, I'm victory lapping, a hundred percent. Can't but... victory lap. Come on, you can't victory lap after you walk it back. I'm hedging my bets, Rob. You're a smart better. You're a responsible better. You know how this goes. No, I am absolutely not a responsible. <laughs> uh, here's one from Kyle. If Kentucky loses, is Cal realistically on the hot seat? I'm assuming no. he means opening round. I, I would believe so. I mean, I mean, be four years, three or four years since he's won an NCAA tournament game. That doesn't cut it at Kentucky. Uh, and I said that around, uh, you know, that the Cal stuff early, you know, it was kind of it was a pretty hot take. But then I realized how many other people are on board with that, especially having family in Kentucky. It, it, people would be very upset. His seat would definitely be warm. Yeah, very warm. You yeah. can't get upset two times in a row. Last year he had the National Player of the Year and he got beat by a 15 seed. And you came back this year and you brought back the National Player of the Year in part because they were able to get him like three million 
in uh, in NIL money. You bring in a lottery pick in Case and Wallace. Like you got an All SEC point guard in Severe Wheeler. You got talent up and down this lineup. Like you can't you can't lose this game. You can't do it. And he has first round game against a coach like Ed Cooley might go to the press conference after the game and say, hey, guys, guess what? I just took the Georgetown win. Right. Like Providence has been playing like shit for two and a half weeks. And you're going to tell me that they're going to come in there and they're going to beat they're going to beat Kentucky with the first team all biggies, Bryce Hopkins, who Coach Cal didn't play last year. And they're going to come in and beat the team with the reigning national player of the year, second straight year that he lost in the first round of the tournament, this time as a team that was preseason top five. And you're going to tell me they're not going to sit there and look like, you know what, I don't know if we got the right guy right here. There were people no. that wanted him fired last season. Kentucky fans are not happy with him. I think it's I more mean, of a – I don't know if it actually happens. And I would say that he's much more likely to uh, find a soft landing, like try to go get Texas, than he is to just flat out get fired. But, like – I mean, Tyler, when you rile that fan base up, you see it in your mentions. You know, you know how they feel. Mm-hmm. This is, oh yeah, I don't think it's that crazy. Providence is not St. Peter's, though. That's part of this. Like, if this was another 15 seed loss, no, they're a maybe. team that's good because their best player Cal played for six minutes a game. Eh. I mean, that's, that's just the, that's that's if, just hey, the maybe portal if you era. play Bryce Hopkins last year, you don't lose no. to St. Peter's. That's just the portal era, Rob. There's going to be case studies, good and bad, on every single roster at a place like Kentucky. I don't like he turned this around in the second half of the season, guys. Like this is not where where were we? We were January when we had all these conversations. Like they were pretty awesome the entire second half of the season. I don't know how he could be gone after that off of one loss to a solid team. They were awesome, and then they lost two of their last three games, including two, two to Vanderbilt. Yeah, but- I don't know. I know I mean, got beat by Vanderbilt at home on March 1st. Then they lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament in Nashville, which is supposed to be a home game for Kentucky. Like they went 21 and 11 with a team that was a top five team in a preseason with the national player of the year coming back. Well, we know that preseason rankings mean nothing, especially this year. It's, like, it's very true. Especially I can this tell you year. that. I don't um, know, man. I don't know. I don't, I, uh, I don't think that he would get fired, but like the idea that he wouldn't, that seat wouldn't be getting a little, you know what it would be? It'd be like when you get in your car on a cold day and you turn on the seat warmer and you forget you turn on the seat warmer. And then after a while, you're like, my butt's kind of getting hot right now, right? That's, that's what it would be like. It'd be warming up. That's fine. It already has warmed up and then it's cooled back down. He's fine. He's You'll not see. in danger. Can There's we, uh, be a Rob- meltdown in the state of Kentucky if they lose that game? Can we propose the losing coach of this game goes to Georgetown? <laughs> yes. <let's do> <laughs> I propose that. That'd be fun, right? I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Who would Georgetown fans be rooting for? That's a good question. Ooh, that's a fun question. Tyler, who they, if you're a Georgetown fan, you get the loser of this game. Who are you rooting for? I think they'd want Cal and – it's just because he's such a good recruiter. I mean, it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, his coaching style. I think it, it, part of being a great coach is getting great players. And uh, Cal's proven that. I actually kind of agree. I think he would be able to clean up, like, the DMV area, get all those dudes in. Greg, you look, you got you to gotta skeptical. Oh, I just – like, are we really asking who uh, – like, forget Georgetown – 
who a college basketball fan would want to coach their program? John Calipari or Ed Cooley? You asked, not us. You asked. No, you. I said the loser should go. I didn't say who would Georgetown fans want. They would want Cal. You're right. I did ask that question. My bad. (laughs) And I love Ed Cooley, man. Nicest guy in the world. But come on, this is Cal. Put some respect on Cal's name, man. I I will not do that. You should do that. (laughs) Okay, last one for me. Brady wants to know Tyler's thoughts on UNC not taking the invite and if he would have done the same thing or allowed the team to do it if he were on the team in that position. No, this is taking an outside lens, but I've said and I'll maintain my stance, I think Carolina should have taken the bid. I think when you have a chance to have games and you have a chance to coach your team, I think practices and games, I think there's value to that. And I mean, I think some of these teams, they may not like their circumstances they're in, but it's an opportunity to grow and get, you know, get better. We didn't use our bench much all year. It's a chance to see what we have on the bench and also get some of these guys some experience. Yeah. Play Seth Trimble, play Jalen Washington, get some of those young dudes time. Like you don't need Caleb to come back. You don't need Armando to come back. Like we know what those guys are. Go, go celebrate, go party, go do what you do. Tyler, can I ask you this? Because I midseason, I was on a show with you, and I remember we sort of went down this path when things were starting to just turn in a negative direction results-wise for this team. Now that the season has ended, and now that they have opted out of this bid, if you could have everybody on this roster back again for next season, would you want that? Yeah, I think uh, I think I would. And, and part of the reason I say that is because I think the pressure got to this team, expectations, and whenever you have those, I think it's a whole different mentality and the way you approach the season. I think this team didn't handle success well or the way that the the outside perception of them, and and in a way, it kind of makes you a little, you know, tense. There could have been pressure or there could have been, you know, hey, we're the top dog now and just believe everybody what they say about you. But uh, I do, I think they can learn from this, and I think uh, – if, if I were coaching the team, I'd want everybody back. And I understand a lot of people disagree with me, but that's my perspective. Okay. All right, Trevor, we good? Anything else? Yeah, let's do toast. Beautiful. All right, who's got one? I already drank my beard. <laughs> I got one right now. Yeah, Wes, go ahead. Wes Miller won tonight in the NIT. Cincinnati is a good buddy of mine, so I'm going to give him a toast for uh, getting the dub. Cheers, cheers. Uh, I'm going to go to my man, Tobin Anderson, Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, True story, I had my career high in college against Tobin Anderson when he was at Hamilton College when they were running through the Liberty League. Uh, And, uh, you know, they got to win. I never thought I would see the day when Tobin Anderson was coaching a team in, uh, in the NCAA tournament and then going on national television and telling everybody that we want Purdue. So... That was awesome. That I was genuinely. I, I love. Hey, look, I, I I could not love what he did more. You know who probably loves it too? Everybody in that locker room. All he's got a bunch of dudes from New York and North Jersey. Like they're probably like, yeah, you know what? You're you're fucking right. Like we can go. We can beat Purdue. We can handle these guys. This is what we do. We pressure. This is what we do. We can beat them. Probably you know who else loved it? Whatever. I, I think Purdue loved it. Like I, I don't think there's anybody in college basketball that didn't love this moment. Like, that's just one of those. The fans loved it. Both sides love it. They're more I bet excited Zach for this Eadie game. Was just sitting there, like laughing. Like Zach Eadie's got the personality. He probably thought it was pretty funny. Like, oh, look at these guys. Hundred percent. It's like when your little brother starts like like hitting you in the leg or something like that. You're just like, go away, man. Get out of here. What are you doing? 
I don't think I've been more excited for a one sixteen game in a very long time. It should be good. Yes. Um, all right. I'll, uh, I'll give a toast to the Hurley brothers tonight because one of them got a real win in the NCAA tournament. And one of them was just crowned national champs on the field of 68 after dark. So a combined seven and oh for the Hurley brothers, Bobby, Dan, congrats. Good luck in real life in this tournament. And, uh, Rob, I'm proud of you as well. You're a national champ tonight, self-crowned, but it's still a national champ. I'm going to hang the banner. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right, boys, this was fun. Shout out to the YouTube chat. Uh, lively show tonight. A lot to get through, but I think we did our best to get through it tomorrow. The next time we are on this program, we'll be talking about NCAA tournament games. The field will be trimmed from 64 teams to whatever 64 minus 16 is. 48. Uh, don't tell them. Let's see the math. 48 teams. 48 hey, teams will be left tomorrow night, and we'll be back here on the field of 68 after dark on Sirius XM channel 84 to break it all down for you. For Rob Doster, for Tyler Hansbro, for producer Trevor, my name is Greg Waddell. Enjoy the games tomorrow, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.